Six of the Cigar Box Guitar Builder podcast. Yay! Here's sound of applause. <laughs> um, big thank you, uh, huge thank you to everyone who's been listening and uh, supporting the show. Uh, it's definitely appreciated. Um, this last week's been a little bit crazy. Um, as you know, I'm a, a, a full-time teacher, so just kind of finalising everything for last week of school, and things have got a little hectic and a little crazy. Uh, I haven't had a chance to um, to, uh, to to contact a couple of those people who I've wanted to have a chat to, um, but I did have time to do something which I, I don't often get a chance to do um, through busy lives and having kids and and uh, and all that sort of stuff and, and working. Uh, I've had to, you know, one of the things that I've had to put on the site, you know, on the backburn for a while is is going to gigs, actually going and watching live bands, it's been, it's been really, really, you know, a difficult thing to, to actually do, to the point where I can't, I can't even, I can't, I can't even really remember the last time I went and actually just went to a pub and saw a, saw a band play, it's, it's been so long, it's, it's got to be 10 years, it has to be, um, but all that aside, I had an opportunity this weekend uh, on uh, on Saturday night to attend an absolutely fantastic get together, put on by an incredible group of people uh, who, honestly, I'm, I'm really just gobsmacked. Um, four bands, all of whom were just just outrightly just just brilliant, outrightly interesting. We're just brilliant. Um, musicmanship just through the roof. All different. Uh, you know, just incredible. Just to be be involved in that in that uh, in that in that environment again was just such a cool thing to be able to do. And um, it was called Party on the Patio Three. And uh, it was it was just. So cool, man. <laughs> it was at the Hawkesbury Hotel, and it was just a it was just a ball, and it, an enormous thanks to to Pete and Dave, uh, to Tiny, who who pretty much organised you know the whole thing. Um, uh, Tiny's in a in a, you know, in an awesome you know heavy blues band called Orca Band, uh, which you know we played the song Badass. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I'm sure we're going to hear a lot more from them. There's a lot of things happening out of that band. Um, but how does this tie into Cigar Box Guitar Building? I hear you ask. How does this tie into Cigar Box Guitar Building? Well, I'll tell you. 
Uh, well, getting out there and talking to people. And uh, this is what we were talking about. I think I, I spoke about um, on a previous podcast about actually getting out there, meeting people, going to markets, uh, talking to, you know, the, the, the people who, you know, are, are potentially your customers. Um, marketing, you know, marketing yourself, um, you know, pushing your product and talking about your product. Um, you can tell this is unscripted. Having a chance to speak to people in bands, in their environment, watching them, watching them go on, seeing the way they treat their instruments, seeing the way they kind of change a little bit. I was speaking to one of the band members earlier in the evening, and um, very nice bloke having a chat with him, very open, very friendly, very, uh, very kind of loose, you know, really kind of loose vibe, and I spoke to him about maybe two or three minutes before he went on, and I could see this, I could see this steely look in his eye, this, you know, if you want to call it the eye of the tiger or whatever it was, or it was just that, that, that get, getting into the role, getting into the vibe getting up on stage, you know, and leading a band, singing and playing guitar, and just seeing that change in, in you know, in, um, what's the word I'm looking for, that, that, just that, not the change in personality so much, but just that, just that change in, in, I don't know, groove, mood, all of a sudden there was just like this determination, this steely look in his eye, and I thought, ah, oh, it's, yeah, yeah, he's in the zone. I'll just stay in the zone, you know. And then he went up and he just, ah, out, man. He just, he just absolutely tore it up. Absolutely tore it up. Just blew, it, blew the stage apart. Fantastic. Then, of course, he got off the stage. He was just back to where, hey, hey, you know. So it was funny. But what was really cool was actually going in there now I had a stall I suppose I'll explain so the idea is that I went in and I had a, a little stall set up next to the merch table and my, the idea was the Birdwood Guitars which is by the way here now comes the shameless plug uh, you can find me at birdwood.guitars at gmail.com if you want to contact me you can find the website Birdwood Guitars at gmail.com no birdwoodguitars.com uh, you can also find me on Facebook, you can find me on Instagram, you can find me on Twitter, although I don't really use Twitter very much, but you can. Um, anyway, that's it. So, Burble Guitars was um, sponsoring the, the one of the sponsors of the event. Uh, the idea was that I, uh, I was giving away one of, the, uh, one of my Rolling Thunder guitars, uh, which uh, did go uh, on the night. I'll talk a little bit about that later, I think. Um, but it was really cool. So I was able to cruise along, put the guitars up on the marquee, uh, you know, put the slides out, because you know I use, I, I, um, use Rocky Mountain uh, Slide Company slides. And um, yeah, just talk to people, people coming up and curious. We had the guitar laid out in front of us. This, is the, you know, this was the guitar that was gonna be going, uh, going 
uh, as the uh, as the prize for the evening, or one of the prizes. Uh, another one of the sponsors was uh, Bam Bam Music uh, as well, and uh, those guys were uh, uh, were there as well. And finally, had a chance to meet Dave in person from Bam Bam Music, and um, yeah, it was a it was a it was a top night, absolutely top night. And uh, so we had a chance to. Um, Talk to people, talk to band members, and here's the big thing: it's it's talking to people and getting to know people, which is really, really, really cool, you know. Uh, and talking to the big guys in the bands, and these are just everyday blokes. These are, you know, these bands were just absolutely fantastic. We had the Vaults on first, who did a, a really cool range of uh, of covers, um, and. They were great. They were re- I really enjoyed watching those guys. Um, uh, the lead singer and guitarist had a Mad Lovin' Samatus style guitar. I loved that. That was awesome. It sounded fantastic. They had a big, you know, they had a big sound. You know, and uh, they did very well. And then another band that went up was Lizard. And it's, oh wow, where do you start with Lizard? These guys are just, these guys have been around forever. Uh, and they are a Hawkesbury area they're just they're, they're part of it they're, they're part of that whole Western Sydney music scene they've, they've been here for you know for a for hundred years you know and these guys are fantastic I had a chance to get their album uh, the album's currently sitting in this sitting in the stereo at the moment um, that's of course I'm, I'm driving at the moment to and from work finding time to, to have a chat with you lot and um and Lizard were just uh, amazing, and um, and just a little point: if you get a chance, go and check out these guys. They've all got um, they've all got albums out. Um, Lizard were just very cool, very very cool. Not nece- not exactly what I was expecting. I was kind of expecting uh, a much bluesier kind of vibe, and and there was that, but it was kind of like um, I don't know what was it. it it's kind of like the love child of Stevie Ray Vaughan, Jimi Hendrix and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's like if all three of those bands got together and had a baby band, then that baby band grew up and became Lizard. <laughs> Far out, man. They were just they were just off the planet. The bass player, he's named Jason, a top bloke, absolute top. But should say, just again, another one of those situations where you, you've got to you've got a character on stage you've got just a, a completely in the groove you know individual up there who's just who's not an individual he's just part of the groove he's part of the set uh, it was just awesome the, the drummer I didn't actually have a, get a chance to meet the drummer but he, he just he was locked in tight with that sound he was just fantastic and uh, after that we had Swamp Ash and uh, got a chance to meet Rob and uh, Dave again uh, I've met Dave before at um, at the City Blues and Roots Festival, and uh, just both those guys, complete gentlemen, absolutely wonderful people. Um, get out there, go and check it out. It's on it's on iTunes. Go and have a look at the album. Uh, it, it rocks. It's just it's it's heavier. It's harder. It's um, it's very melodic at the same time. Um, definitely check those guys out. Fantastic. And of course, just there's the favourites. Some of the favourites, you know. It's, uh, we had Orca Band, and just Neil, he just rips it up. And again, talking about the surprise of the night for me 
really, you know, apart from getting a chance to meet Matt, who I'll talk about in a little bit, um, but the surprise of the night in a way for me was was the guitarist from Band, who again just had this absolutely magnetic personality behind the guitar, uh, a, a real character, and he just, honest to goodness, sitting there, what he's, he's entertainment by himself, but he plays it hard. He doesn't. Whoops, there you go. Uh, he doesn't overplay, which was really interesting. Uh, you know, he doesn't overplay. The instrument, the guitar, almost takes second fiddle to the um, the, the, the harmonica, and um, he lets that harmonica breathe, and, and you can really hear that it's it's very much a harmonica-driven band. But he just locks in tight. He holds that, you know, he holds that rhythm with the rhythm guitar. And then when he's when he's playing his leads, again, he's just in the moment. Uh, but he engages the crowd. He totally engages the crowd, and it was just uh, absolutely wonderful. And you know, you got Tiny up there just holding that bass beat, you know, and it's just on time, on target. You know, just the whole band were just absolutely brilliant. And of course, Neil, he's just up there, just. He's the ringleader. He rules the sh- he rules the roost. He runs the show. Um, go and check him out, guys. Again, all band. I've got an EP out. They're just uh, amazing people. And just I'm so thankful that 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 uh, Tiny, you know, had a chance to kind of get me involved in in the gig and involved in the in, in the promotion. Uh, you know, in promoting the uh, the show, which. Coming back to it, I highly suggest and recommend that if, you, if you've been on out of the scene for a while, get back into it. It's just an amazing thing, and especially when it comes to promoting your business. All right, here we go. So I've given all the bands a big plug because they all bloody deserve it. They're just, just wonderful to see and just A-grade entertainment all up. The marketing of cigar box guitars. Um, talk to people at the shows. It's just amazing to hand out business business cards. I've just got a new range of business cards set up, which has got, um, actually on the back of it, I've got the, the illustration for the podcast. So I'm trying, you know, I'm promoting both with the business card. I've got one side for the for the Scarbox guitar, for verbal guitars, and the other side for the, for the podcast, uh, which people are really interested in. You know, they've got the card now and it's out there. Oh, I might go and check that out, have a little listen, you know, especially the Musos. You know, maybe not mums and dads and things like that. That maybe, yeah, that's that's not the market. What we're really, you know, we're talking about building guitars and playing playing scarbox guitars. You know, um, but one thing that, that that really came down to is, you know, when I'm selling at the markets, when you're talking to people who play instruments, and, that, and sometimes you will get the, you know, you will get builders. Not all. A lot of builders, a lot of solid body guitar builders and acoustic guitar builders, you know, your regular guitars, uh, can be a little judgmental on cigar box guitars. Oh, they're not a real instrument, you know, that's not a real guitar. Well, neither's a violin, you know, it's neither's a banjo. I'm not having, a, I'm not giving, I'm not giving guitar builders a hard time, absolutely not. I mean, I, I like building solid bodies myself, and, um, you know, it's, I, I, pull a lot of inspiration out of out of the um, uh, solid body guitar builders you know that, that I know and, and, and I follow um, but Matt from Lizard really helped legitimize the instrument 
uh, you know, the cigar box guitar as a gigging viable instrument, you know. Um, Matt's had a chance to, to play with the guitar now. It's it's actually a guitar that belongs to Tiny from uh, Orca Band. Uh, I met Tiny uh, just over two years ago at the Blues and Roots Festival in 2014. Uh, and had a chance to, you know, meet meet Tiny and meet Neil from Orca Band. Um, and those guys have just been supportive ever since. Uh, just the, ever since. And, you know, and neither of the guys, had, you know, had, had played Scarbox guitar, I think, before. Or they may have seen them or may not. I'm, I'm not too sure. But they've just supported Birdwood guitars since day dot. And I just, I just can't thank them enough, you know. It's just, just absolutely wonderful. Um, and Tiny has, you know, suggested, oh, look, why don't we get let Matt from Lizard have a play with the guitar? See what he thinks. He's a kick-ass guitar player, which he is. He's just—he's unbelievable. And um, I was very, very happy to hear that he'd actually written two songs on the cigar box guitar that he wanted to play with the band. Uh, you know, two short promo songs for me, and I was happy with that. I got that on, and that's on—that's I'm uploading those uh, videos to to, um, to YouTube and to Facebook um, this afternoon. Um, once I've had a chance to kind of organise things a little bit. And, um, yeah, he just, he just, he tore the roof off with those two songs. People looking at him, he's going, hey, look at this little guitar, look at that, what's that? You know, and the sound he got out of it on that stage, it was just unbelievable. He's putting it through his big amp, you know, it's going through, it's not going through a little, little five watt cube. He's going through a big setup, you know, a big PA, the whole thing. And he just tore the roof off the place playing that guitar. And I was stoked. He played two songs in his set. He's, he's a strap player by the looks of it. He was playing a strap for, the, for, for most of the evening. And um, he swapped over to the cigar box guitar. Now, let me tell you about this cigar box guitar. It's, it's a funny story behind it. Tiny said to me, oh, look, we might need you to play. We might need to play or do you think it might be a good idea if, if uh, Matt plays the giveaway guitar you know the guitar that we're going to give away which was a Rolling Thunder guitar so you know so it was a um, it's a fretless um, mortal coil powered uh, cigar box guitar so it's got a mortal coil pickup in it so it's you know top quality absolutely beautiful pickup it's just amazing by market M-R-W-S Mortal Core pickups, check them out. Um, this one didn't have a Mortal Core pickup, Matt's guitar. He said, Look, we had some, we, not, not problems, he said, but you know, when I, um, we might need to replace the jack or something like that. I said, All right, well, we can do that. You know, I just I said to Tony, because I guarantee all my guitars for life, all the parts are all guaranteed for life without a problem. You know, if there's ever an issue, I've always said, If there's ever a problem, send it back to me, I'll repair it and send it back at my cost. Um, you know, it's it's the parts I use, I stand by them, and if, if they stuff up, I'll replace them, you know, as long as you're not swinging around your head and smashing into ceiling fans and stuff, if the parts don't, you know, if the part don't work, I'll fix it, and I've always said that. So I said to Tiny, oh look, you know, if you can bring it around before the gig, I'll, I'll you know, have a look at the jack. And anyway, we got there, I said, oh, well, I don't think it's the jack, he said, no, it's just a, when I take my hands off the strings, there's a hum. 
I went, oh, well, there's a really good reason for that. I went, oh, why? I said, yeah, because I didn't earth it. Uh, Tiny's guitar is the very first guitar that I actually ever put a pickup into, a magnetic pickup into. It's the very first one. Um, and being the very first one, it came with, I installed uh, one of the little, uh, the little Chinese four-pole single-core pickup harnesses. Um, which don't come with earth leads. you got to earth those suckers. Um, <laughs> so what I do, of course, nowadays, you know, and I've been doing for, since, you know, since, since way back in the day, but after Tiny's guitar, is, is of course, earthing the, um, earthing the strings, uh, you know, through the bridge or via a, um, a fret behind the timber bridge if I'm using a trapeze-style um, arrangement, you know, like a... Like a Gretsch or something like that, you know. That's that's mount the string, you know. Mount the strings behind the, you know, behind the box. Strings come out. I use the acoustic string pins and then over the bridge and then over the pickup or whatever. Um, but yeah, I didn't. Uh, Tiny's guitar wasn't earth. And he said, "Oh look, you know what? We'll stick with it. I'll stick with this one because I'm used to it. I'm used to the guitar. This is the first cigar box guitar he'd ever played. So he's all right. We'll stick with that one. And you know." Uh, all he had to do basically just turn the tone down a little bit. So once once he turned the tone down, it's, um, it just settled that uh, it settled that, um, that that slight buzz that, that that he had. Well, he got up there and he just tore it up, and um, just a huge amount of thanks and gratitude goes out to Matt because as soon as he did that, he legitimised the guitar as an instrument, the cigar box guitar as an instrument in its own right and you can play that damn thing with a big band through a big you know and this is a six dollar pickup a six dollar pickup you know it's 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 i mean considering the pickup for about i think it was oh, it might have been six or seven dollars or something like that i got it for and it can and it comes with a volume control and it comes with a tone control and it comes with an output jack and for six bucks, man, he got up on stage with that little thing and he tore it up. So don't let anyone, if you're selling your guitars at market or you've got any questions, don't ever let anyone tell you that you can't play that thing in front of a big band because I bloody saw it. I'm putting the videos up and I'm telling you what, it just filled me with pride to see someone of Matt's stature and Matt's ability up there playing this guitar you know, for those two short songs that he'd written, those promo songs that he'd done for us, you know, for, you know, for Purple Guitars, I, I just, I was humbled, incredibly humbled, and just, just sitting there with a big, dopey-looking grin on my face. It was awesome, you know. So get your guitars into the hands of musos. Get them out there, get them playing, you know, in the trenches, get them into the gigs. Um... You know, it, it was just, it was just an amazing thing to be able to do. So anyway, through the night, you know, we uh, we managed to, you know, hear four amazing bands. Uh, before Orca Band went on, they were the uh, headlining band. Um, we had the, the draw for the winner of the um, the cigar box guitar, and uh, and I was giving away a slide with it, of course. One of the uh, Birdwood guitars. Rocky Mountain Slide Company slides, and it went to a, a really lovely lady. I can't 
can't quite remember her name now. Um, might have been Charlene, I think. Um, I might be wrong. Doesn't matter. That's okay. Um, it, yeah, and it was for her son. She got it. She was just wrapped. And it, I'd seen her earlier in the night, and she just loved the guitar. She wanted to get something for Christmas for her son. And, uh, you know, and I just said to her, I said, go buy yourself a T-shirt. You know, sign your name on the tag, put the tag in the bucket. Who knows? And there you go. We picked it out. And uh, it was meant to be. Meant to be. Which was so cool. I love the fact that 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 guitar went to someone so nice and you know it's it's going to someone who's really going to appreciate it I think so uh, and man I played that thing I didn't even get a chance because I'd only just finished it that afternoon I didn't even get a chance to video it I didn't get a chance to uh, you know it's one of the ones that kind of got away but man it just sounded awesome I put a pickup in one of Mark's um, flatline pickups ones the, the, that he makes for me and you know, I, you know me, I, I love the drop-in pups, but I, I tell you what, those those flatline pickups, they're more P90-ish than anything. They're just, and they're heavy, and they're just, they're, they're powerful. And they've got such a drive to them, and it just sounded so good. And I'm sitting there going, no, we really wish I could have held onto it for a little while longer. But uh, no, it, it, it was just ace. It was, it was such a good guitar. So it was so nice that it actually went to someone very, very cool. And, you know, and I'll definitely do that again. So another plug, I suppose. Make sure, guys, if you've got a chance to do some sponsorship, if you've got a chance to do some... Um, to do a giveaway or to get your, get your instrument out into the public and have people talking about it, have people seeing it, you know, take your 15 minutes of fame if you want, you know. Just get out there and just and just work it, you know, show people and, and present it, put it up for, as a gift for someone, whatever. Um, so anyway, the other thing that happened was during the evening, um, we had an opportunity. Um, then, once all the bands had finished playing, an orchestra band had finished their set, they had a mega jam. Well, they had about, you know, about eight players up on stage, you know, fit, you know two, two or so from each of the bands got up. You know, had a big jam. They jammed out some awesome songs. But the thing that got caught me completely by surprise was Matt from Lizard, who got up on stage and he played three awesome songs through that little cigar box guitar again. And I've got the videos up. I've got the, got the videos up of, of, of him playing. You know, that, that little cigar box guitar. That's probably about the... I think it was about the fourth or fifth guitar that I'd ever made. Um, and I'm over 250 now, easily. Uh, you know, so seeing back and looking at that, you know, at that guitar, and it's up there, and it is absolutely, it is just going head to head with, you know, with, with all of these, you know, legitimate instruments, with these legitimate guitars, you know, with, you know, I think Rob was playing a Les Paul or something like that, and, you know, and it's up there, that little guitar's up there, and it's playing alongside it. And it's playing, in the, it's playing with the big guns. And I was so proud. It was so awesome to see. So, you know, don't let anyone tell you these things aren't real instruments. They are 100% as real an instrument as anything out there. All right? So stand up, be tall, be proud. The fact that Matt got up there and he played those three songs, that whole set, with that guitar, with that cigar box guitar, was just inspiring really inspiring um, 
you know, and it was just, it was just so cool. It was just so cool. Um, but towards the end of the night, we had an opportunity to do something kind of cool, which was very groovy. Uh, everyone who went along, there must have been 300 people plus at that show. There must have been, you know, at the Hawkesbury Hotel. Uh, seeing these guys up there and playing and looking at the crowd, who was just so cool. The crowd made the night. They absolutely made the night. The bands were incredible. The crowd were stupendously brilliant. They were amazing. What a wonderful, wonderful group of people out in that Hawkesbury region. All those people that went along to support the bands, uh, you know, they were just incredible and supporting live music. Um, towards the very end of the night, there's a fella in one of the bands, I won't go into big detail, he's, he's, you know, he's going through a pretty heavy duty time at the moment and we had an opportunity to um, to do something kind of cool. I spoke to, um, to Dave from the hotel, you know, who's just such a great organiser and uh, he and Pete, they agreed. I said I was very happy to actually offer uh, one of the guitars, a, uh, a, a Storm Rider guitar. As uh, I said, look, if you you know if you're going to have a giveaway, if there's anything happening in the near future, um, I'm happy to donate a guitar, and you know we'll put it up there, and maybe you can auction it off. You know when the time is right, and, you know that that money can go to you know to, to, to that person who's you know he's going through a tough time. And um, Dave and Pete got up there and said, no, well, how about, what, what do you reckon? What do we do it now? Why don't we do it now? Let's see what we can do. We've got 300 punters there, 300 people, you know, who, who, you know, all support this music, all support the scene, all support the bands, know the bands. Um, it's this, this area, that, that pub is, that venue is just an amazing venue for, for live music. It's just brilliant, you know. Hawkesbury Hotel, just unbelievable. It's so great. And the staff are wonderful too, I've got to say. But we actually put that up. And Pete, Pete got up there and he's doing his spruiking and he's doing the marketing and he said, here we go, here we go, and let's let's hear a bit of 200. Bam, 200 goes off. And 300 goes off. And 400 goes off. I'm just I'm sitting there going, I cannot believe this, you know, it's a, it's a lovely guitar, it's a Freddie guitar. And I sit there going, oh my God, that's 500 bucks. And all of a sudden you hear $600, and then the wife in the background, no, don't, it's okay. And then it went to 700. And then all of a sudden it, it went for $1,000. Someone out there with just so much generosity, you know, this, this, Money's going to someone who's so cool and so so very special, and such a such a part of the music community out there. So it's it was just amazing to see these people putting their hands in their pockets and supporting this person and and this person's family. And again, I'm just gobsmacked, absolutely gobsmacked, you know. So that was my experience over the weekend. A wonderful, wonderful experience. Again, please. Give yourself the chance to, to meet people, to see people, to get out and experience live music again if you haven't for a while. Uh, this is why we're building our guitars. 
I'm building my guitars for people who want to play music, who want to create music, who want to play music, whether they're sitting in their bedroom, or whether they're sitting in their lounge room on the back decking, or whether they're going to take it up in front of 300 people and absolutely tear the roof off the place with a cigar box guitar, with a homemade instrument. Get out there, guys. Build your guitars. Build them as best you can. Put them in the hands of players who know what they're doing with it, who'll give you feedback and say, hey, why isn't this earth? I promise, Tiny, I will earth that guitar for you. And get it into the hands of people who know what they're doing because they can give you feedback. They can tell you if it's working. They can tell you if it's not working. They know what's going on. Um, a big thanks as well to Pete, uh, to Pete Pollard, who I finally had a chance to meet. He's on my Facebook page, guys. This guy is just a, a master solid body, or just a master guitar builder. He's just incredible. Uh, Tiny from Orca Brand, Ben brought his brand new bass along. And I tell you what, mate, you look at the timber on that thing, I just, I say it all night, you know, you just want to lick it. It's just, it's just a sexy bass, man. It's just far out. Go and check out the pictures. I'm sure I've got some pictures online. Check out uh, Peter Pollard. And, uh, you know, um, I'll try and pop some links in if I can. But anyway, this has been Adam, and you've been listening to the Cigar Box Guitar Builder podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe. Tell your mates, tell your building mates or your playing mates uh, to subscribe. Give us a buzz. Let me know if I suck. Let me know if I don't. Uh, give me some topics. What topics? Uh, so, you know, there's a lot been going on. But again, thank you. This has been episode six, I believe. And I'm hoping next episode I'll actually be able to have an interview and uh, you won't just have to hear me yammering on. But I hope it's been worthwhile. All right, it's been Adam. I want to take this out. We've got Lizard with the awesome song, Live in Peace. See you next week. Bye. Broken my-